Hello. Welcome and thank you for joining our hair podcast where our hair is a crown and our gift. Come and join us on this journey of self-love and self-care. My name is Gladia, aka Gladia's Natural, and I will be your host. If you're new here, welcome. And please take a moment to watch all prior episodes as each one piggyback off of the other. And if you're a regular, thanks for listening in again. Please be sure to share and blast these posts with all your friends, family, and group pages. Today's episode is going to be about four key elements you should know about your natural hair to evaluate how you can manage it. The four key elements are one, is your hair damaged? Two, what is your hair porosity? Three, what is your hair type? And four, what is your hair density? Let's dive right in and start analyzing your natural hair. Element number one is or is or is my hair not damaged? Here are the signs of damaged hair. It is lack of elasticity, shedding excessively, and split ends. What is elastic elasticity? The hair elasticity is the measure of how much the hair will stretch and return back to a normal state. Healthy hair, for example, when it's wet, will stretch up to 50% of its original length and then it will return back to its normal shape without breaking. While dry hair, on the other hand, will only stretch about 20%. So elasticity will be ranging from low normal to high. So let's give an example. You wash your hair, you stretch that hair while it's in this curly state. And you let it go and it bounces back really quickly. It means that you have high density and your levels are about 50%, um, which is really good. And the slower that your hair bounces back, the less elastic your hair is, okay? You want it to be able to bounce back quickly. The slower it bounces, the, the, the more it is, it may be damaged, okay? What you're looking for is that the hair is not bouncing back. If it is not bouncing back, that means your hair is completely damaged. It could be from heat damage. It could be from, you know, uh, transitioning. Like if you're, you just permed your, you, you permed your hair, but you're letting it grow out. That is another factor because the perm section is not going to bounce back. So you need to identify and find out why am I hair not bouncing back? The second part of finding out whether your hair is damaged is, is my hair shedding? Is your hair shedding excessively? The word is excessively, okay? First things first, I want you to know that shedding is absolutely normal. Most people shed about 50 to 100 hair on a normal day, okay? And that is part of the life cycle of your hair. However, if you find that your hair is shedding like more than a hundred, for example, you went and your hair was already well detangled and you find that you're getting two handfuls of hair in your hands, that is a problem. Or if you're seeing that your hair is slowly thinning out, that can be a factor, um, 
that you can pick up whether or not your hair is shedding excessively. You should be able to lose the same amount of hair that you are growing back from our body that is dying on a routinely basis. So when you're taking a shower and you're seeing a lot of dirt, like I said, in the shower, those are the cells that are dying, but they're being replenished back. Okay. So that's the same thing when it comes to your hair. Our hair is shedding and is is replacing um, itself. But if you're shedding at a faster rate than re- than growing back, then now you are experiencing what we call excessive shedding. And you want to seek professional help and see what can be the cause of that, okay? Could it be the foods you're eating? Maybe you're not getting enough nutrient. Could it be in a genetic abnormality, some type of disease or underlying sickness? Or could it just be the product that you're using that may not be compatible with your hair? You just want to get to the root of the problem and solve it. The third um, way to identify if your hair is damaged is split ends. Do you have split ends? Split ends are exactly what they sound like. It's when the hair shaft um, of your hair splits into two or more segments. And it usually begins at the tip and works its way up to the roots. Um, Let's think about a rope, for example. A rope, when you see it to start to unravel, what you notice is a couple extra um, strings that have been... um, um, split into multiple segments, okay? And that is exactly what's happening with your hair. The more you allow that rope to unravel, the further up you'll find multiple segments. And you want to prevent that when it comes to the case of your hair. If that split end begin at the tip and it start working its way to the root, you're gonna have very brittle hair, thus leading to excessive shedding. And we want to help prevent that or repair that shedding that um, that you're maybe experiencing. Okay. One way to help with that is using a wide tooth comb. You don't want to use a comb that is too tight, um, tightly closed because it will cause um, a lot of problems. It will start pulling and snagging on the hair, making it break more than it needs to. You want to be very gentle with your hair. You want to comb it, um, um, not putting a lot of uh, pressure, like rubber bands and things like that, that is pulling on the hair. You want to take your vitamins like folic acid and biotin. These are great for hair strengthening and growth. You want to use a really good leave-in conditioner. And you want to get regular trimmings, okay? Just about a quarter to an inch of hair that you want to cut off at least every month. If not, you can go to the salon and seek a professional to identify where the split end begins and where it ends and you want them to cut it off from where it ends leaving just the natural hair if you realize that out of the three um, points that I identified or I mentioned earlier um, to find out if your hair is damaged if you realize you have one or all three of them this is what I want you to do I want you to do a deep condition treatment on your hair one to two times per week. And what that's going to do is gonna help to restore the hair back um, and prevent um, further damage, okay? Hey, woohoo! Did you recently chop off your perm? 
hoping to unleash the potential of your natural hair, but instead you found yourself in a panic, wondering what to do next. Maybe you've been natural for quite some time and your hair is not flourishing. You've tried just about everything and nothing works. Or could it be that your hair is showing some signs of growth, but your hair is constantly dry because you can't seem to figure out how to retain the proper amount of moisture. Listen, I've heard it all. I've been there myself and I have to tell you, it sucks. After all this struggling, I can imagine why you would want to go back to the perm or what we call in the natural community, the creamy crack. Trust me, you're not alone. It's a common struggle for many of us who have attempted to walk this journey. This is why I came up with a solution. First, put back that creamy crack you're about to use. And instead, I want you to pick up a copy of my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Rocking That Natural Hair. That's right. I've created a simple seven-step natural hair framework to help you to tackle every single stage in your natural hair journey. Finally, there is no more guessing. Our proven hair system has helped thousands of naturals just like you to develop their own custom regimen so that they can ultimately reach their hair goals. And now I want you to be next. And you can by downloading your copy today at www.bit.ly slash natural ebook and be well on your way to slaying that beautiful God-giving hair. Again, that's www.bit.ly slash n-a-t-u-r-e-l-l-e-e-b-o-o-k. Happy slaying. And you're going to be doing that for at least four weeks, okay? Once or twice a week for four weeks. So if you decided to wash your hair um, on a Sunday, every Sunday for four weeks, you're going to do a deep condition treatment and you're going to leave the conditioner in for about an hour or more, but no more than 24 hours, okay? And that will start doing um, the repairing for you. The next element or the second element that you need to discover about your hair um, is the porosity level. Many of you probably listening already heard of porosity or maybe you didn't and you're curious of what your porosity is. Porosity is the determination of how well your hair can absorb water, okay? There are two different ways to determine your porosity level. So there's two different tests. The first test you can use is the flow test or what I like to call is the water test. And all you're doing is taking a couple of strands of hair from your comb or a brush or directly from your scalp. And you're going to drop it into a clear bowl of water or cup. You're going to let that sit for at least five minutes. If your hair float to floated to the top of that water, it means you have low porosity. If it floated to the middle of that water, you have normal porosity. And if, and if it floated to the bottom of the water, you have high porosity. The second test that you can do is called the slip and slide test. What you're doing is you're going to take a strand of hair. You're going to slide your fingers up the hair shaft all the way up to the root. And what you're looking for, what you're feeling for is for bumps. If you're feeling bumps along the way, it means that you have high porosity. And that means that the hair cuticle is wide open and that's why you're feeling the bumps. But if you don't feel anything at all and it was a smooth slide, then you have low porosity. 
And if you feel one or two bumps per hair shaft, then you may have normal porosity, meaning an even amount of open and closed hair cuticles. What do you do in a situation when you have low porosity? Okay, first of all, low porosity means that this person hair shaft is completely closed. When it's closed, it has a hard time absorbing water. And what we want to be able to promote is absorption. And you're not going to be able to do that if the hair shaft is closed. To promote or to help to open that hair shaft, you're going to have to use a few important steps. You can try using warm water or heat, anything that's um, gentle, gentle heat. Or you can use alkaline shampoos or conditioners. These things will help open up that hair shaft, thus allowing the moisture that you're applying to absorb. I will also list a, a, a few recommended products for low porosity hair, okay? So you will find that in the description box. Next is high porosity. You find out you have high porosity. What do you do? You want to find um, products that has protein in there because people with High porosity tend to have low protein and we want to be able to close that hair shaft and make it strong. And you also want to use acidic products like apple cider vinegar or aloe vera. These are great to flatten out that cuticle and close it completely. What some people would do, they would add the aloe vera to their spray bottles and every time they style their hair, they would spray that in their hair. Another way they would do is after washing their hair, right, they would rinse with apple cider vinegar and that also will flatten the cuticle and seal in that moisture, okay? Now let's move on to the second element in finding out um, on how to manage your hair or what you need to know. And that is finding your hair type. We have a whole range of hair type ranging from 1A all the way up to 4C. So it's 1A, 1B, 1C, 2A, 2B, 2C, 3A, 3B, 3C, 4A, 4B, 4C. Okay, your your uh, hair types that are 1A to 2C are usually your Caucasian groups. Those are people with hair that are always bone straight or just slightly wavy. And somebody with hair types ranges from 3A up to 3C or the more kinky hairs, okay? So for example, I have 4C hair. So I am at the end of that level. My hair my hair or my curl pattern is very, very tight. Okay. Let's talk about type three hair. Type three hair is curly hair. If you pull a strand of a type three curly hair, you will notice that it is in the S shape. Okay. Granted the S may be lowercase or uppercase. And sometimes it may even resemble a Z shape. Curly um, dot com. That is a website that also really go in depth about curl typing. And they said that there is a definite curl pattern in place with or without products when it comes to type three hair. 
okay this hair type is full body they are climate dependent meaning when humidity is here you get frizz okay and it is damage um, prone lack of proper care renders dull curls so here are some styling tips to help you in that situation with curly hair, um, the best way to approach it is if you apply too much styling product, it's going to weigh the hair down. It's going to make it look greasy and it's just not going to give you that life in your hair. And if you're applying too little styling products, then you will result in an afro, okay? The key to guaranteeing an effortless Frizz-free curl is proper styling product product application. You're going you're going to always start with a fresh, clean palette on day one. Then you're gonna cleanse, condition, moisturize, and then apply your styling product of choice. I'm going to list also in the description box all the recommended um, product application techniques. Type 4 is your kinky hair. So 4A, 4B, 4C. And there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to this type of hair. This hair is tightly coiled and they're actually very fragile. They're wiry and they're delicate by nature. Each strand would usually have a zigzag pattern um, contrasting your 3A, 3B, 3Cs. The kinkiest, the kinky hair, the 4s, are the driest hair types. Thus, it is more prone to like breakage and it requires gentle touch. The other misconception about this hair type is that it doesn't grow. And I'm gonna tell you, that is not true. Kinky hair grows at the same rate as any other texture. However, just like any other hair, if it's not treated properly, it's going to break. Treat the hair like it's a delicate blouse or something that is very um, uh, 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 delicate. You know, so you want to cleanse gently, you want to detangle softly, and you want to avoid harsh chemicals. And I will list all the ingredients to avoid in the description box as well. Here are some tips for kinky hair. Because your hair is damaged by nature, if you range from 4A to 4C, then it's going to break easily. So what you need to do is apply more moisturization, and you need to do this on a day-to-day -day basis. Um... To get you know the natural healthy look, the shine, and and get it beautiful is to moisturize every step of the way. And how are you gonna do that? You're gonna start with a creamy, sulfate-free moisturizing cleanser. You're gonna follow with a super hydrating conditioner, and then you're gonna prep with a rich moisturizer and style with a rich cream that is full of natural oils and rich butters. Look for moisturization that has humectants in there, natural conditioning agents, and then exotic extracts to add more, more moisture to your hair strands. I want you to avoid minerals and petroleum oil as well as heavy waxes. See a, a list of recommended products in the description box for kinky hair. And last, we are in our fourth element, and that is finding your hair density. Hair density is basically saying, how much hair do I have per square inch, okay? Um, it's usually identified that a person with the 
most average amount of hair has about 2,000 strands of hair per square inch. Let's find out how you can identify your hair density. You're going to take a front section of your hair and you're going to pull it to the side. You're going to look it in the mirror. If you can visibly see your scalp, then your hair is thin or you have low density. But if you can barely see the scalp at all, then your hair is thick um, and you have high density. However, if it is somewhere in between, then you have what we call medium density. Let's break each density down. Low density means that your hair needs light products that is not going to weigh you down because your hair is so thin, you're going to need something like a mousse. A mousse is going to create body and give you that fullness that you're looking for or the volume that you're looking for. Medium density is basically somebody that could really play with just about anything because they could do the afro look and they could do, you know, the thin look. So you could play around with this type of density of hair. So you can use mousse to give it more body or you could um, use butters to weigh it down a little bit. And this hair, they're perfect for a wash and go because their curl pattern can be identical even better just let your creativity run wild and last is the high density high density means that you're you can't see your scalp so you're gonna need heavier products because your hair is thick 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 it's a fro already and it doesn't need more body so you're gonna use things that are much heavier by nature to weigh down the hair so butters gels and creams can help reduce the volume of your hair however if you love that volume sis i want you to flaunt it and be proud okay um and also for somebody who has high density like me it sometimes get hard to really detangle it so what i suggest is that you section the hair you can do it into four or what i like to do after i section it into four, um into four i like to do each of those four sections into two i divide them as well and that is going to make the detangling process a lot easier and it's also going to help you to um, make those curls pop more when you're using the products and that's it guys this is all four elements so in conclusion finding out how damaged your hair is your hair porosity level your hair density and your hair type this can help you to build the foundation to your hair uh, for your hair regimen you're going to combine all four of these key elements that you just discovered about your natural hair and i want you to incorporate it to your daily hair regimen in the next episode, I'm going to discuss how we can start building that hair regimen based on your hair porosity level. So don't forget to subscribe so that you can be notified of the release. I also want you to know that you are wonderfully and beautifully made in the eyes of God. And I don't want, I don't want you to ever think otherwise, okay? And I want you to flaunt and be confident because you got this, okay? Um, leave me a comment of if if you can leave me a voice comment if you are on um listening to this podcast on anchor okay and whatever um comments or suggestions or questions that you make i will address the matter on my i am natural group page and you can see the the link 
um, in the description box. Until next time, guys, thank you for joining me on Our Hair Podcast. Have a great one. Thank you for listening in to Our Hair Podcast, where self-love and self-care is our number one priority. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this post to your friends, family, and with your favorite hair groups. I look forward to you listening in again on our next post. Until next time, bye-bye. Hey guys, welcome to Gladia's Natural Podcast. I am so happy to be basically doing this podcast through Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to literally create a podcast like this one I'm creating. They give you everything you need in one place for free which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. And then there are so many other great features like the creation tool, which allows you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the best part about it all is that you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So I don't know about you, but that sealed the deal for me. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F like Frank, M like Mary. Have a great one.